was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And look, you may have heard about this kid in past episodes. The one that we were talking about, upcoming personal brands of 2021. We happen to be in 2021 right now. Hey. So we had to bring him on, okay? So 15, right? Uh, lives in Philly, right? Has a multi-millionaire clothing brand. Knows Diddy. Hmm. The baby. I'm just going to be hitting these air horns for a minute. Um, retired his mom. That's a bomb. Um, that's major. Okay, I'm, so, I'm sorry. This is just the intro. I apologize. I apologize, people. Moose, how you feeling about this, this person that we're about to bring on? Yeah, man, a few words come to mind. You know, I talk about, of course, gifted, but you talk about the discipline. The focus that that this young man shows, I think, is absolutely incredible. And y'all have an opportunity to get into the mind of a of a of a young man who's really doing some phenomenal things and only getting started. Like, believe it or not, regardless of what you've heard so far, this is just the beginning. So I think it's going to be a great opportunity to just chop it up with him and and share some lessons with the people. What were you doing at fifteen? I'm a, I want y'all to think about this as you listen <laughs> and watch this yeah. intro. What were you doing at fifteen? Two kids from Queens, cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force. But more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. Now, before we get into Trey, you know we got to do the review of the week. Hey. And I hate how this is really a segment, but this says, make it plain. God uses this ministry and Pastor E to make it plain for everyone to understand and grasp. Thank you, brother, for speaking to God's people and especially using the language for black people to walk in victory and embrace simple but necessary concepts. Ooh, I didn't mess that up. I didn't mess that up. Let's go. Good job, let's go. Let's I didn't go. mess that up. But anyways, let's get into our <laughs> guest. That has never happened. Up. That has never happened. But <laughs> Let's let's introduce the but I'm gonna let him introduce himself because he yo he has this amazing elevator pitch like every single time I see the, my man he had like whoever he's introducing himself he has this like amazing elevator pitch so let me let me bring Trey on Trey there he is. I, do, hey do, what's going on guys do Mr. the elevator Mr. pitch Moose was good do the was elevator good, pitch good. we need to hear it it was good everybody. Um, if you don't know me, my name is Trey Brown. I'm a 15-year-old entrepreneur and CEO of my own clothing brand called Spurgo. You see right here. I see it. Uh, I started. I started Spurgo January 20. I, I started. I started Spurgo January 2018. Um, January 15th. Um, in 2018 to be exact, I started with my birthday money. So I had about $300 for my birthday, and I spent half of that, you know, on liabilities. So liabilities, you know, basically, um are, you know, things like 
that you are spending money on that's just coming out of your pocket. So I was spending money on like video games, uh, like keyboards. Like I told you, I was like in the music in the beginning. So, you know, just different things like that. And I had the other half and I just wanted to invest in something powerful and something strong. Um, and I was just thinking about clothing just because my mom, she's a seamstress. Um, and also, you know, also like just growing up in a household where we go to church every Sunday, you know, we getting dressed up you know, which is super important, you know, so we got to be fly in our household. You can't just come out like our household just looking a mess. Like even cousins, when they come over, like everybody got like, make sure they right. You know, so I got, so um, I came up with the logo, got my first 16 t-shirts with the other half of my birthday money, $178. Um, You know, got my first, got my first 16 t-shirts, sold out the first week, kept reinvesting in my brand. So with this first 16 t-shirts and once I sold out, um, you know, I was going out to barbershops every single week and I wouldn't come into the house unless everything was sold out. I wasn't eating until everything was sold out. You know what I'm saying? So I used that 16 t-shirts that I sold out with, reinvest the 28 t-shirts, sold out of that 28 t-shirts. Then we was like 40 t-shirts. Then we were able to move on to hoodies, you know, um, then, then like our first custom made product, our headbands, then we were able to build, you know, um, our online website, then kicking it with Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, then, you know, the baby, CNN commercial, Times Square billboard, retired my mom at 13. Now we got a headquarters, you know, in Philadelphia. Um, and now I got a team, you know, got like my whole family and, you know, we just all working, you know, we all connected, you know, so I'm 15 years old. I'm the CEO of Spurgo, you know, the biggest brand, you know, you know, the biggest up and coming brand, you know, based and operating in Philadelphia. So, uh, yes, sir. That's me. Love it. Yeesh. Love it. Moose started Love off. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Trey, talk to us. Man, I think that was a great way to tell us how you started. I want to know why you started. You know, like you, uh-huh. you think about 13 when you started, man, like you could have easily been like, man, I'm not trying to be out here working, hustling at barbershops and, and you know, uh, on my weekends or time off. Like you could have been doing a lot of other things. Tell us about why. Why did you go through that sacrifice? What's that driver behind it? Gotcha. And actually, I was 12. And actually, I was 12 when I started. Uh, oh, wow. You know, but I started I started just because of the violence in, city, in, in my city. Um, I'm from Philadelphia. Um, and uh, a lot that's going on is just like so much violence, kids killing kids. I remember like it was yesterday. Um, I would say August like 14th, um, the year before I started, like 2017, um, a 14-year-old got arrested, you know, for um, murdering a 13-year-old. And that hit me because, like, both sides of the family, you know, were hurt. One kid is being sent to jail for life um, at, at at 14 years old. And then the other kid, um, family, just loses, you know, a child. So that just hit me. And it was just going on. You know, a lot of other situations were going on like that in Philadelphia. And it became normal. Um, and I just wanted to show all the kids, you know, like, make this the new normal. Like, look, you can own a business. You can hop on jets. You know, you 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 can hop and it rolls races. I want to show the youth, like, look, here, me, I'm positive. I, you know, I I, I built a brand, you know, from from the bottom, and I just wanted to show you show you. So that's why I'm always on Instagram and I'm always on, you know, all these different social medias, just showing you my progression. But I really started just because of the violence, and I want to show the youth, like, look, it's possible. Um, you know, so I, I that's why I really started. Um just to show all the youth and show all my friends, like, look, it's possible. If I could do it, you could do it. At the time, I was 12. So if I'm 12 doing it, 
you know, you could do it at any age, you know what I'm saying? And positive, positively. Yep. Sorry, people. We're hitting air horns probably a lot today. Um, definitely put in, put your volume down uh, if you are around your kids. So anyways, uh, Trey, so talk to the people about this super drive that you have. Like, we don't see people just get next to Diddy. We don't see people get next to the baby and Khaled and, and you, you're flying all over and like talk to the people like why the the drive. So and how did no, you know what? How, Sway? How did you get next to these people um uh-huh. with that drive that you have? Uh, you know, so first just to touch on like the drive, you know, just having like a, a, a hustle mentality, you know, was just, just super important for me. And ever since I started, you know, like what I was saying earlier, like just going in like to these barbershops every week, you know, that built a, you know, that built a hunger, that built a hustle inside of me because you would go into some barbershops and then some pe- people would just be like, no, you know, and I always thought of no as next opportunity. So, you know, just going into different barbershops and hearing no, you know, so then that transformed to like going to different concerts and stuff like that and just meeting different artists and learning how to, you know, talk to different artists and how to talk to managers and how to, you know, build, you know, relationships, you know, but the hustle has always been important. You know, um, I remember, I remember, I think it was 20, I would say like 2019, Made in America, Made in America. I see Made in America is Philly. I never been to Made in America, but I just hear that. It's going down. I, I just hear it's going down in Philly, uh, right on Penn's Landing. And I hear a bunch of, you know, the hottest artists going to be there, like the baby, um, Lil Tekka, and a bunch of, you know, just a bunch of artists. Uh, I didn't have a ticket, um, nothing. I just caught an Uber with a book bag, you know, full of Spurgo gear. I just bought a book bag, like, with a bunch of Spurgo gear. I didn't have a ticket or nothing. While I'm walking at, while I'm just like walking close, I'm like, yo, how am I gonna get in here with no ticket? Like, I'm like, how am I gonna go get in here? Luckily, I see my friend, he lets me in backstage. He said, look, Trey, this backstage, I can show you here. If you leave out, that's it. Like, I can't help you anymore. You know, but uh I so I got I got back there and just, you know, was able to connect with so many different artists. Um, and that that was just one of the times, but you know, just having that hustle mentality ready to go, you know, no matter what. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I could have just, I, I could, cause the, the tickets were sold out. I could have just stayed in the, stayed in the house. Like, look, a ticket sold out. There's no way I'm gonna be able to get back there. Um, there's no way that I'm gonna be able to connect with these artists and different things like that. But I took, I, you know, I made the sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? And the Uber was about like twenty five, twenty seven dollars, and like the beginning stages of business. You know, so um, I, I, I took the risk. No risk, no reward. So I took the risk. Um, and I was able to connect with Blueface. Blueface wore Spurgo. The baby was seeing me another time. So this was like the second time I seen the baby. You know, so now I'm just getting more connected. I'm building relationships. And then, you know, a bunch of more people started seeing me in Philly. They like, oh, this kid, you know, he's around. Every concert in Philadelphia, before the pandemic, every basketball game, every Sixers game, I was there. Anything that was going on um, in Philadelphia at the time, I made sure I was there. Even in New Jersey, you know, I made sure I was there. I remember one time my mom got in a car crash and my mentor, uh, Mr. Nehemiah, he had an event still going on. 
we could have, you know, we could have um stayed at we we could have stayed at the house, but my mom said, yeah, let's go. We're gonna go to the um we're gonna go to the networking event. And from that networking event, we met, you know, Mr. Jordan Johnson and so many of my mentors to this day. You know, if we wouldn't have had took that risk and just sat in the house from the car crash, you know, I probably would have never met the mentors that I have, you know. So, you know, just always staying hard working and, and, and just having a drive, you know, just to go. Like, that's my thing, just to always, like, be on go and, and ready for the next, like, for the next move. Like, I, anytime, you know, I want to do something. Um, and my mom says like this is like a, a, a like a a problem or something sometimes because like when I want to do something I just like want to do it I don't think about none of the like back work that has to get done in it like I just want to get it done my mom handles all the back work but you know anything that I want something done I make sure that I get it done so that's just a part of the hard work and the and you know the drive um, being young real quick Moose before before you go uh, Trey. You said like there was a few key words like the the baby saw you twice and then was like kind of taking you serious. How uh-huh. many times do you think you had to see certain audit, uh, artists before they were like, all right, let me listen to you? Because probably the first time yeah. they didn't really like fool with you. They like, all right, this kid yeah. trying to get me. But n- name whether it's like a particular person or whatever, like, yo, I saw this person Four five times before they yeah. even said anything to me. So so actually so glad that we actually talk about the baby. All right. All right. So I seen a baby probably like three four times in Philly. Every time he showed, you know, he just showed like Spurgle, mad love. He wore Spurgle. He wore like everything that you know he had from Spurgle. Like he wore the do rags. I mean, to the socks, like the headbands. You know, the baby show love. Um. So. Basically, and this also has to do with the drive as well. I remember one time we're in New York um, and we in New York. I forgot. It was like a few business meetings and things like that going on. And we're on the train and I tell my mom, I'm like, yo, mom, let's go to Miami. I, I'm like, mom, let's go to Miami. It's Super Bowl weekend. Uh, I don't know. Whoop, it's nothing planned. You know, I'm I'm 13 at the time. So it's nothing that I could really possibly get into the clubs and stuff like that. But I said, mom, let's just go, let's go down here. It's a bunch of celebrities. You know, I feel like we could uh, make an opportunity happen. So my mom says, my mom says, yes. And that's what's great about just having like a great parent that's open. My mom said, yes, let's go to Miami the next day. So the next day um, we go to Miami and we get down there. So we stay down there for like um, a day. And after that day, um, we just like, like what are we going to do? I see Mr. Sean Diddy Combs post that he in Miami. I said, what? Because I remember uh, he posted me. I remember he posted me in 2018 when I first started, and I still had his number. We was always chopping it up. And I FaceTime Mr. Sean probably, like, every, at least, like, three times a week, every week. He never, and he never answered. Now, this time, I'm in Miami. I'm saying, I seen that he just posted, you know, I said, you know what? I'm about to FaceTime Mr. Sean. I FaceTime Mr. Sean and I it says connecting, like it starts connecting and he picks up. Um and it was just like amazing. I said, Hey Mr. Sean, you the only guy in Miami right now without Spurgo on. He said, Pull up to the house right now. He said, Pull up to the house right now. You know me, anytime I go on a trip, I make sure I got Spurgo packed. I make sure I got a bunch of gear packed. So I had a bunch of gear packed, you know, for all the children, for whom like like so, you know, we came through correct, you know, but when I pulled up to the crib. Uh, it was just, it was just amazing. It was so many, you know, different, like, um, uh, like 
I would want to like house like house management people. I don't want to call them bowers and anything security. like security. Yeah, people just coming up to you like you need any water? What do you need? It was just like amazing. Um, so we just we just fast forward a little bit. Me and Mr. Sean, we just chopping it up. Um, and you know the next and like the next two days, I think it was Super Bowl. It was, it, he said he said Trey, make sure you come to the Super Bowl party in the next two days. That's gonna be at my at my house. So yeah. Yeah, the private party at night, the private Super Bowl party. So when I pull up to the private, well, yeah, oh yeah, oh. So after, so it's been, it was a lot with uh, Mr. Sean. So actually, after I left his house the first time, you know, after we were just chopping it up, he take me to this private party. You know, I that's where I met Mr. DJ Kyle. It was so many people in there: Sierra, Russell Wilson, Yo Gotti, my guy Yo Gotti. You know, I really look up to him. French Montana, uh, Lenny S, uh, every it was everybody, uh, just everybody was in Dr. Oz, just, you know, with so many great people there. And Mr. Sean was just introducing me to everybody. And, you know, that was just great for me because, like, Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, like a billionaire, a successful Ameri- uh, African-American man, you know, and coming from the east side, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just everything. And everybody always, like, compare me to him because, like, we both got the same hunger and hustle mentality. So after I leave that night, man, I like I think I cried. I mean, he said, make sure you come to the private Super Bowl party. So I walk into the private Super Bowl party, and the first person that I see, like once I walk in, and I see the baby. And when the baby sees me, he looks at me like, 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 whoa. Like, like I remember him. But it wasn't no type, like, it was just like on a look, like, whoa, like, what you doing here? So he sees like the progression, like when we first um like when we first met and and that, and you know it that just gave me like just made me think like you know just always treat everybody like res- with respect cuz you never know who might know who and he showed me respect from the beginning and even now I was like 12 or 13 in the beginning he put the billion dollar baby chain on me and everything so when he seen me you know we we connected um, I took I took his number down. He said he won't wear Spurgo, you know, to like a Grammy Awards and everything, different things like that. So, you know, when he seen me at Diddy House, he looked at me like, whoa, like, what this young kid doing here? And we was able to chop it up. And it was really, you know, just an amazing opportunity to see, you know, the baby. Um, Definitely just the hottest out right now. But, you know. Oh yeah, and then Diddy, then then Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, you know, he threw Spurgle, he threw the Spurgle sweatsuit on inside of the baby video, so just more exposure, you know. But um, you know, but the just different people just constantly keep seeing me, and you constantly keeping up with relationships. That's what really like um, you know, you know, that's what really like keeps you um keeps you going, and like they never fall off when you constantly posting on Instagram, when you constantly keeping up with the different artists. So um. Yeah, so when the baby seen me, he was shocked, and you know, it's just all up. Yeah. I know Miss Nikki, it was a lot. It was No, a lot. that was all that was really good. No. That's what's up. That yeah. was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Moves, I'm yeah, sorry. Dope, I had to ask. Man. I had to ask. That's dope. That's dope. You know, Trey, one of the things I always loved about you, man, is that super respectful, like a true gentleman. But I also know that you value, like you talked about relationships. But you also value mentorship. Like, you know, someone who could have been like, yo, I'm already gaining traction. Like, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. already connected to a Diddy and, yeah. and a Khaled and a baby, but you're still always seeking new information and mentorship is so important to you. 
talk to people, man, young and adults, right? Like young people and adults about why you value mentorship so much, regardless of how much success you may have achieved. Yep, definitely. Mentorship is key and mentorship is super important. You know, when I get around uh, Mr. Sean Diddy Combs and I get around, you know, Mr. Corey and every and, you know, just everybody, um, just any of my mentors, I just make sure uh, I always just stay humble. I just shut up anytime when I'm around, you know, Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, anybody. And, you know, I just shut up like I'm just listening. Like, you know, what I'm saying just because they're experts at the game and they didn't. They didn't live my life like four or five times, you know what I'm saying? And they they did everything that I want to do. Billionaires and, 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 you know, they didn't see everything. And, you know, d- mentorship is just super important because, like, they also just give me, like, straight paths to success. They'll tell me, like, yo, Trey, don't do that. Or, or Trey, do it like this um, just to prevent this mistake that I made before. So mentorship is super important, you know, because without mentors, like, I, I, I could have made like so many mistakes, like, you know, that could have caused more money, more time, you know. So with me just um being in connection with my mentor, it saved me money, time and effort. You know what I'm saying? So anytime I'm around, you know, any of my mentors from Mr. Neo to Mr. Hum 500, Mr. Doug, um, Mr. E, Mr. E.T., uh, you know, from Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, I just make sure I just just be quiet at all time. You know what I'm saying? Just. Just let them let 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 them do all their all, all, like all their work. You know what I'm saying, and, and and let them show me the way. Love it. Air horns all day. Uh, Trey, when okay, Billboard artists, your own headquarters now, but bring it back to when was that time you knew it was starting to work. Like what was that thing, that event, that product that sold out, whatever it was, what, when did you know, yo, I, I got something? Uh, it was, it was actually kind of the early stages. Um, at Spurgo, not too early, but after, you know, I started going to the barbershops, um, and started like going to the barbershops and it, it, I don't even know if, if everybody else seen it, but it was just like kind of like a hobby to me. And it was something that I know that I was going to stay in for the long run. Like I was doing music prior from like 11 to like 12. And that was like a kind, that was like kind of like a hobby. You know what I'm saying? And, but when I started doing Spurgo and I was doing it for like a year and then even a half a year, it was something that I like really started to love doing, like hanging around Mr. Neil. He showed me stuff that I was always into but I could never like really learn. Like I would watch YouTube videos and different things like that. But I just never like had like hands-on like business like one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Like I always would watch Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, Jay-Z, Mr. Eric Thomas, like just videos on YouTube about business, you know. But uh like for me just being hands-on and me had a business, I'm working with LLCs, trademarks, websites, and doing everything. I feel like like this is my industry, like. Like, like I believe, like, even if I wasn't doing Spurgle, I would be, like, some type of, like, CEO of, of something, you know, because this, this is, like, something that I love. So, um, early stages, um, I think that I found, like, my true love and passion, you know, for Spurgle. And I feel like, like, look, this could, this could really go somewhere. And, and especially, like, early when, like, World Star was posting me and a bunch of, like, just YouTube and, 
and a bunch of kids from my city was just looking up to me. I'm like, look, I'm going to be like the motivation. And, and, you know, at early stages, like I believed in myself, you know. Moose. I love it, Trey. Yeah, this is good, man. This is good stuff. So the business starts to pick up, Trey, right? Like you're starting uh-huh. to gain traction. Things are really happening. What are some of those lessons that you could share with people uh, who are in the same stage now as it relates to building a personal plan, maybe even a product-based right clothing brand? But from a business side, what were some of those business challenges that you experienced and were able to overcome? Give us like one or two examples. All right, Sal. Um, the first one is if you're in the clothing industry, um, if you're in the clothing industry, or even this could actually relate to a bunch of different industries as well. Make sure, number one, you always, you know, just get um, get samples. I remember one time, um, I remember one time, you know, I was just rushing, you know, because I, I don't know. I, I forgot. I was just a lot going on at the time. Like we were just rushing to get our, you know, summer products out. Um, and we didn't get samples. We just rushed and got all the products. And when it got here, like the size was too small and we couldn't sell it. And, you know, the summer is like just really like a quick season. Like um, it, it was just like real quick, you know, so we lost like a lot of money because we didn't get samples. Um, and, you know, that was one mistake that I learned. You know, yeah, we had to ship it back uh, and ship it back cost a lot plus time. You know, getting stuff from here to overseas is just like a lot of time. Plus, get like getting it back. You know, so I learned like to always get samples and you know just to always test. And just um, now we're like ahead of schedule. Like now we're working on fall and winter, uh, twenty twenty one. Like now we're just ahead of a schedule, making sure that like you're ahead. Like before, you know, we were still early. We were still early um in business. Like we were working on season during the season. Like we were. It was summer and we were still working on pushing summer stuff. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's number one. Just always get samples and, and make sure, you know, that you test, you know, what you get before you buy a whole bunch of quantity and you won't be able to sell it. Like quality before quantity, number one. Number two, this is for everybody really like with personal brand and unique brand. Um, with personal brand and unique brand. Um, always have some type of uniqueness um, and something that, makes you different from anyone else. Like, there should be a reason why, you know, uh, people should come to you. You know, there should be, like, a specific reason that someone comes to you. It don't have to be, like, um, a big difference, but the bigger the difference is, like, the bigger, like, uh, the bigger your clientele would be, you know, just because, like, uh, just for my uniqueness, like, me just being young, you know, with so much energy, so many people rock with me just, you know, because I'm young, I could be doing so much other stuff, you know, but I'm just bringing it to them positive, you know, but just always have some type of uniqueness and what makes you different, you know, from your competitor? What makes you different, you know, from anyone else in the in your industry? So u- uniqueness, like, is it your colors and your, is it your colors and your brand? Is it your quality? Is it, you know, your quantity? You make more, you know, any type of difference, you know, will always help your personal brand, you know, or your, um, or, or just your brand in general. Always have some type of u- uniqueness, something that makes you different from your competitors and makes you different from other people in your industry. So number one was get samples. That's for, you know, yeah. my clothing brand owners. And then number two for personal brands um, and brands, make sure, you know, that you are always like you have some type of uniqueness to you. 
All right, stay stay right there because you said the key word was personal brand, which is me. So, um, when did I put it this way? Um, a lot of people when they start their brand, they copy somebody, right? But with you, you I think figured out what made you unique early, right? So when like what is that unique style in your description? Right. Of your personal brand. And what would be the advice that you give people to elaborate what you just said? Like for those people who are starting and are copying, like they see you and then they're like, yo, I'm gonna grab my phone. He in the beginning did affirmations. He's always wearing his clothes. Like what would be that advice that you tell people how to become unique? Uh. Like people love you for you. Like people love you for you. Um, right now, right now, I like I'm in a point like in Spurgo, like where people just buying like like people just rocking Spurgo and rocking with Spurgo because of the brand and what we had, like what we established early, and like people just like the brand, you know, because like it's fly. Like you just see stuff like this, like Spurgo on the car, like the Garrett fly. But in, in the beginning of me starting Spurgle, people just loved me for me, the person that I was and, you know, how much energy I was putting in me just giving back all the time, you know, and people just love me, you know, you know, for me and people just gonna love you for you. Um, And that's why a lot of like YouTube influencers and stuff get so much traction, you know, or in, anybody who are who is just like separate from everybody, like people just gonna love you for you. You don't have to, you know, change for anybody. You know, just be yourself um, and, 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 you know, believe in your own style um, and, and whatever you do. Like, people going to love you for you. Like, people love me for, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even your flaws. Yeah, even your flaws. People love you for your flaws, yeah. That's good. That's good. People will love you for your flaws. Moose. Yeah, yeah. Trey, there's a, <laughs> there's a big piece, obviously, and, and people are probably like, you know, for those watching on YouTube, it's like, yo, who's Trey? Who's Trey talking to? Who's Trey? Where is he looking over? You know, what what's happening over there? Who's the guy? Obviously, voice? I, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a special voice. I imagine this is someone, you know, who plays a big part in your life. Tell us about Mama CEO, man. What's the? Yeah, just just give us uh, obviously the significance of having someone so strong sitting beside you and guiding you what does that help you do as an entrepreneur and as a as a ceo all right so y'all look this is my mom right here uh, my mom sherelle peterson uh and you know my mom always played like a big role to me and all my other siblings um ever you know ever since we were born anything that we wanted to do my mom would support us 100 percent. when we were younger when we were younger um when me and my sibling, well, me and my little brother, my sister, you know, she's eight. But when me and my when me and my little brother were younger and we wanted to play basketball, like my mom put us in AAU. My mom put us in practice. You know, anything we wanted to do. When I first started to want want to do music, like my mom took me to the studio. My mom, you know, just put me in position to win. My brother loves to play like video games. Like my mom, like put him in tournaments and. You know, he got a big PC that's just, like, super, super big. Like, my mom just supports us 100%. And when I started Spurgo, uh, like, my mom just, like, loved it, you know, uh, at, like, just from the beginning. Because, like, this was my mom industry. Like, my mom had several businesses before 
Um, and she took me and my brother out, you know, to dinner. Uh, yeah, on MLK Day, that's when we started, January 15, 2018. She was teaching us about, you know, profit and, you know, profit and loss. You know, just so much stuff like that. She gave us our own, like, debit cards um, and, you know, different things like that. But my mom, she just, like, loves Spurgo since the beginning because, you know, she could, like, she could, like, automatically, like, relate to it. So my mom just just been there for me. And, and like, she been there for me, like, just helping me with the ins and outs. And I remember when I was 13, I retired my mom. And, you know, it was just a super amazing experience to have my mom, like, side by side, you know, with me every single day. You know what I'm saying? If we ever need to fly out real quick, my mom is right here. If we ever, you know, just need something like my mom will be working all day. And when she would come home, she could be like tired sometimes. But when she got home, like I had things like ready, like mom, post office, deliveries, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but um, I want to retire my mom just so, you know, that like she had more time like to plan out her day. And different things like that. Like my mom worked at the school district, so working with like twenty five kids, um, working like working with twenty five kids, you know, every day, all day can be like a little can be a little stressful. So mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so like now we got a headquarters. My mom like work like all the back work and everything like that. Like my mom is doing an amazing job. So, so I love my, I love my mom. Like all the back work, like that's my mom. That's that's your mom, mom. I- I love your mom, by the way. Um, at what age did you know, like, yo, I I, I got to retire my mom? Like, the, people, don't forget, he's 15. He sounds like a good 27 to 32, okay? But <laughs> he, is a, he is a strong 15, right? Um, th- like, talk, talk to the people about your early goals, growing the brand and at what age did you say yo i got i gotta retire my mom i can't i'm not even gonna, was, i'm not gonna buy her a house or a car i'm gonna retire her since like since, since like day one like i just wanted to retire my mom like you know i just always had that in mind like yo i want to retire my mom like just retire my whole family but when i was able to retire my mom you know it was definitely it was definitely something special um you know ever since day one I always wanted to retire my mom that's dope. That's dope. Um, Moose, can I ask one more? Can I ask one yeah, more? Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah. So um, I want to bring this thing up because I, I literally, we did an episode bringing you up saying one of the upcoming personal brands for this year because I literally call you the comeback kid. Like what people don't understand when growing a brand and a business, that thing is stressful. Full and for like somebody of with the expectations and the exposure that you have, right? Something hit you, but how you bounce back was amazing. Like I remember we oh where we were in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, yeah, we were in Michigan, and you were like to to me and Nick, like, yo, people are I have like this weight on me, right? And it was it was weighing heavy. And then months later, we see you all the way fine. But there was things that happened in between. So I wanted you to kind of explain, like, even at your age, like the stress that happens when building this brand, like talk to the people about that. 
so so it, it so it was just like a lot. It was just pro- like a lot going on at the time. It wasn't even like really like it, it probably was stress, mm-hmm. you know. But it was just like a lot of people say like I like Mr. Runway. Remember, like I was in like I was in a hospital, you know, just because like from travel. Like I would travel like probably like four or five times like in a day. Like travel from um, Philly to Atlanta, from Atlanta to Houston, you know, just doing like. Things like that, Miss Nikki. You remember, like, yeah, Michigan, we were out there, and, and then a bunch of stuff it, like LA. I did the Ellen show, you know, so just so many different time zones, plus having to do schoolwork, you know what I'm saying, and then just keeping up on Instagram and different things like that, you know. So I was just excited, um, and then plus just always just being on my you know P's and Q's as well. Um, so I think, you know, Mr. Runway always say, he always say like, I worked myself inside, like, like the hospital. Like I just was working so much, you know, it was like on the monitors that like I had a seizure, you know, I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk at the time, you know, just because so much was going on. So I was in a hospital for about like just two months, you know, just, just getting myself, you know, just, just like in the beginning, you know, it was bad, like, but, you know, just working, you know, just working to get myself back together, you know, but it could be like really stressful, like, you know, running a business, running a business, like you being excited. Plus, 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 like at that time, you know, it was just me and my mom on the team. So it was just us working. So, you know, us trying to enjoy time, plus, you know, having to work and different things like that. And the brand is always getting bigger. So at the time, the brand was going from like, the brand always been going from like just it just going up, you know. So like shipping orders and different things like that. Plus I had like my friends becoming employees and different things like that. So you know I I, I be like I came I went into the hospital you know for two months. It was like really like a sad time and you know a lot of times people don't make it out the hospital um, when things like that go on. So you know God is great um, and I'm just thankful for everyone who prayed for me and, and my family. You know who was Facetiming me and and my mom and for everybody that was just there with me during the hard time for the two months. But soon as I got up out the hospital, you know I was still you know uh, a little you know you know just a little just still c- coming back from getting out of the hospital. But soon as I got out the hospital, I got right back to work. I got my headquarters. Um, I got my headquarters within like two weeks that I got out the hospital. Like I got my headquarters, released my book, you know, um, and, and you know, we it was just bad go time, man. You know, I matter like a few months, I got right back. Um, and that's what I was saying. Like 2020 was like really like a shaky year in the beginning, but soon like we ended it amazing, you know. But the hospital was like a hard time, but I bounced right back and we back at it. You know what I'm saying? So now I just now I just learn how to, you know, balance sleep and don't never put too much work on yourself. Um, and then also, you know, just 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 hire great people on your just hire great people on your team. You know, sometimes sometimes we want to in, in business. Sometimes we just want to do it all. You know, I, I remember at one time I just I wanted to ship. I wanted to talk to customers. I want like I want to do everything. But sometimes, you know, it's just worth it for you to hire someone great to get the job fully done. And me even, you know, doing a website and stuff like that. Yeah, I probably did it good, you know, and maybe I, that was just something that I wanted to do, but it wasn't going to be like how an expert would do it. So um, towards like not even in probably like half of 2020, about September, August, um, no, like July, 
June, like when I hopped out the hospital, I started hiring all ex- experts to the Spurgo team. So somebody that could work on a website, marketing, you know what I'm saying? Just started hiring, you know, so many people that could, could like, like the brand is like a hundred percent, like a solid team. Like everybody on the team is solid and is exp- experts. Like everyone has degrees at what they do from accountants to marketing, uh, to people on our marketing team to, you know, people who do the website. So I hire experts now, you know, from the day to day, like, you know, I don't, like I don't do as much as I used to do now. I, you know, I'm able to, you know, relax a little bit sometimes. But my mom still be on me about. <laughs> still the comeback yeah. kid, though. Yeah, for sure. It's like comeback uh, God, kid. I God, promise like, you, God is great. God yo, is great. Moose, you, you, yo, he yo. had he did a whole pop up store and every. I mean, since coming out of the hospital, that kid's been on a go. But go, go ahead, Moose. Yeah, go. no, it's good. It, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're able to, you know, put things into perspective like that. That's powerful. But you know, one of the things as I'm listening to you talk, man, I think one of the key team themes too was like leadership, and and people would probably sit back and say, well, maybe I'm too young to be a leader, All right? Adults even would would probably think that, but even you know, as a teenager, you see yourself in that light. Right. Talk to us about, you know, just this idea of like, yo, leadership really doesn't have an age per se. You know, what what does that leadership mean to you? Because now that you're in charge of other people on the team, hiring all of that. Right. There's still some some pieces of leadership that come into play. Yep. Um, So leadership is, you know, super leadership is super important, you know, just always from just uh, watching the things you say. And how to way and how to think like how to like how the way you say it, you know, to different people on your team and, and different things like that. But you know, I just really like really just bossed up and grew like grew up, you know, to where I could be able to, you know, fully like manage a full team. Like, well, my mom like really like managed a team, but me, I still also like talk to the team a lot. But leadership is super important. Like you always need leadership skills in any part and any part of business. Or any part of um, any part of like uh, a job or anything, because like sometimes like you might just get moved up, you know, and you yeah. just need to know how to play that role, you know. But um, leadership is, is super important, you know. Just just always having it, like leadership skills can work, you know, with playing basketball sure. and anything you do, like could really, like you could really use leadership skills. That's good. That's good. All right, as 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 we start wrapping this up, Trey, you you broke down how you're like, look, I, I hired a team, I don't do as much, but there's one thing that you did that not every 15-year-old does, which is you built a course based off what you've built with Spurgo. Like, talk to the people like about that process. Like, when did you know? yo, I have to actually put this as a digital product because you've not many people who have clothing brands has a course. Not many people has, you know, different mentorship programs, things like that. Like talk to the people. Why? Uh, I started, I like, I started the program, you know, uh, it, it was kind of like a thing, like, like it was just, Cause in the beginning, like in the beginning, I did not want to give away any of my gems. Like, right. like, 
it like this year was like well 2020 was like the year that i really started like giving away gems you know start speaking on stages and different things like that because before i was inside guy like i would go into you know i would go and watch like mr eric thomas speeches and different things like that and just use it for like my business and different things like that now and i you know i just like really don't like just like giving away gems you know but i got to a certain point where like you know like helping like helping someone else business like or helping someone else you know like it's just it's just a great feeling to have someone like just to come to you you know to look just to look up to you you know so um you know just I, i just started like giving away gems last year um, and I put a program together, you know, it probably took me like two weeks, two weeks to like fully record the program, plus a lot of like back and stuff that went into it, you know, so it's a really amazing, you know, program. Yeah. And plus I was getting like a lot of DMs every day, like about 30 to 40 DMs still to this day, like, yo, Trey, I want to start a clothing brand. Like I need help. Yo, Trey, can you help me out? And I can't answer to everybody because there's so many DMs. You know, so I just put a program together that you could, you know, go and get builtwithtrade.com and you can know you could just grab the program. There's so many different of uh, so many different of uh, my mentors on there, like Mr. Hum 500, Mr. Runway Billionaire, Miss Skittles. Everybody's on there, you know, just dropping like about an hour worth of game, you know. But I, I, I love the program and it's really helpful, you know, for any up and coming entrepreneur who wants to get into uh, building a clothing brand or tell, even tell them where that is brand. again. Tell them where that is again. Builtwithtrade.com. Builtwithtrade.com. Love it. Love it. Man, before we got on, I started talking to you about, uh, you know, something that I see you putting out there for the first time, at least to my knowledge. And I'm like, oh, okay, hold on a second now. This might be uh, something some that Trey got up the, up the sleeve. Talk to us a little bit about the music, man. That that I really enjoyed, you know, what you put out the other day. Uh so basically I like I, I've been doing music. Like I was doing music before I started Spurgle. Like you could like you could probably hear us just talking earlier. I was bringing up music a little bit, but I was doing music. I was doing concerts and different things like that before. It wasn't nothing like really big, but I was like in the studios. Like the other day was like my first time inside a real you know, studio recording. Um, and, you know, music, it was cool at the time. This was before I started Spurgo, so it wasn't, I didn't really have the connects that I have now. Like, now I have, like, a bunch of different connects. I got the exposure. I got the fan base. And plus, it's something that, like, I love to do. And, you know, it's, like, a really great hobby, you know. So uh, my first, that was my first time in the studio, actually, the other day. We recorded, like, 10 songs, seven hours. And, like, a lot of my friends, like, they was going crazy. Like, they want me to release the music. So that's what we about to do, though, um, and, and just go crazy. Like, you know, I like, me just hanging around the baby, little Dirk and them a lot. Like, I watch and see, like, how they, like, how they move and, no, I'm just ready to take off with it, though. He said 10 songs. Okay, mini Tupac. Seven, seven hey, hours, 10 like, songs. What? I love it. Like, th- first time in this, you know, in a minute. Uh, but I did 10 songs, you know. But what? Okay. Yeah, right. that was my first time, like, in a professional studio. Like, the, the, the first time I was ever, like, the first, I think I've been to the studio three times before. And that was inside of, like, a, that was inside, like, a, like, a basement. It was still professional, yeah. But it was, it wasn't like those producers you work with like the top people. 
Yeah, yeah. So like the producers that I was working with the other day, they work with like Lil Uzi, uh, every like everybody major, Young Thug, Gunna. Love it. That's not light names, people. That's not light names. Um, okay, so you mentioned the fans and and your fan base and everything like that. Talk to the people. I mean, besides having just a successful, you know, clothing brand, like talk to the people. How do you engage with so many people? Like, how did how did that grow? And how do you still keep a pulse on the people who rock with you online? Uh, I try to I just try to like I, I try to get back to all the DMs I can. Um, you know, I be like always looking through my DMs. Also, you know, I always go live, you know, to interact, you know, interact with all my, like, I don't even want to really call them fans. Just like everybody that's just rocking with us, like everybody that's just rocking with the Spurgle movement. Um, so I always just go live, let people inside the live and it just be people that be like, like I motivate them every day. And you know, that's just amazing. Um, and you know, I, I, I like the days that I pull up to the Spurgle store, the headquarters, like I make sure I post it. Like, look, I'm at the Spurgle store today. Like, come meet me, you know, and different things like that. Come chop it up with me. So, but yeah, and I show the progress and progression on my page. So for all my new, uh, for all my new supporters, like I, I, I put it on my page so they could see like, like this wasn't an overnight success type thing. This was, and we still working, like, you know, this is beginning. This is the beginning. Okay. You see the book? You see the book? Where can they get the book, Trey? Where can they get the Spurgle book? Spurgle.com. Once you hit Spurgle.com, just type in book. And it comes up. <laughs> Trey's Way, My Entrepreneurial Keys to Success. Released it last year. Sold over like 5,000 copies. Uh, let's get it. Sheesh. Yo, did we even talk about what, what the Spurgo mean? Can we go through the can we go through the basics real quick? Did we even talk oh, yeah. about that? Oh, yeah. So Spurgo represents power, strength and courage. And I came up with the name combining the words like sports, um, uh, sports um, and then heroes. So basically the heroes would be E.R. Um, and not heroes like superheroes or anything, but like my positive heroes that I look up to, like uh, Mr. Eric Thomas, Mr. Sean Diddy Combs, Mr. Damon John. And then I added Geo at the then I added Geo at the end because Spurgle for the go-getters. It doesn't matter what your profession is. As long as you're getting up and working hard every day, that's Spurgle. Add the lion in, you know, because Spurgle stands for power, strength, and courage. The lion is the king of the jungle. I'm a young king. That's Spurgo. Then we got a bunch of di- different campaigns that mean a lot of different things. So here's Spurgo Billionaire. Um, that's just affirming wealth and affirming, you know, just a, a, a wealthy lifestyle and, a, you know, a wealthy brand. Moose. Last question. Yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what uh, what are some of those other ambitions, man? Like, what's next for you? You know, as as you know, you talked about business, you talked about courses, talked about the book, talked a little bit about music. What are some of these other endeavors as you kind of look down, you know, down the road for you? Uh, the next endeavor. Oh man, you know it's crazy. You see. Oh man, we got something like major coming in. Like the what month we in? February, February probably be like the the next second two days. Like so for the second quarter, like it's going down. Like it's crazy. Like everything is still getting finalized now. You know it's about to be amazing and epic. I can't really speak on it 
you know, but just know Spurgle is like coming to take over 2021. Like we already taken over, but the full like shutdown, it's a shutdown. We're taking <laughs> over 2021. Um, but I know for sure, you know, I definitely can speak on this. I know for sure that, um, you know, I want to uh, open up a store, you know, in Atlanta, you know, because Atlanta been showing us mad love ever since the beginning. Big shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to California as well. Um, New York. Everybody been showing us love. Houston. Houston. You know, so, guys, so after we finish up probably like two more stores on the East Coast, we're going to come to the West Coast and get y'all some drip because I know y'all need some drip out there. You know, but for the next and the, and the next, you know, just making Spurgo more of that go-to positive brand. Like, whenever I want to rock Spurgo, I'm, I mean, whenever I want to rock something positive, I'm definitely going to Spurgo. Like, Spurgo is number one. And it gets fly, you know? Listen, listen. Um, man, first off, Trey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for the opportunity, Miss Nikki and Mr. Moose. Thank you so much. Guys, where are you guys at right now? Like, like, what's the time? It's it's nine it's nine twenty no nine fifty nine PM. It's we here. We oh, here yeah. on the East Coast Since, time. East Coast. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah, I know we out here. I know y'all be moving, so I don't. I ain't know. Like, no, 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 no. We don't listen. We don't move in COVID. We don't. We don't. You move in COVID. I don't move in COVID. <laughs> Moose may move in COVID. I don't move in COVID. I have not really gone anywhere. Um, I okay. I got one more. One more small joint. I got one more small joint. Um, yeah, let's get it. So how do I don't want to. I don't want to call it out like that. But what was the biggest lesson that you learned from any of your mentors? Like one thing that really, really stands out that could that has like completely changed your mindset on things. Uh, just give me one second. Uh, I had to stop right. you once. Yeah, probably. Um, pro- probably like. Mr. E, Mr. E, like from the from the beginning, he always like, and he he said this to me personally, but he said this, he actually said this to everybody, and you know, he always say like, um, it's def it's good to get up early in the morning, uh, and you know me, I'm like a, I might get up at like eleven, like a 10, 11, 12 type guy, and just rock out with the day, you know, but um, in the last few months. I've been getting into stocks and different things like that um, and investing in different stocks and dividends and, you know, real estate. I've been getting into things like that. And I learned that. And it goes back to what Mr. E said, like, you need to get up early, early in the morning for different things like that and getting into these other um, into these other like investment type of things. Just because like if I get up like at 10, 11, 12 o'clock, um, like. I, like I'm missing out on stocks that then already hit up. It's already up a hundred percent today. That real estate, that real estate deal that I, w- I was looking to close is already closed because I wanted to sleep. You know what I'm saying? So um, that was definitely something that's amazing. Like the early bird gets the worm. You know from from Mr. E, and then also you know from Mr. E, just staying consistent. Um, one thing about Mr. E, like he don't never like miss a day with posting. Like he posts every single day, 
YouTube, even though we're still in a pandemic, I still still see his YouTube videos. I still see his podcast. And, you know, that that's like me as well. Like just staying consistent, posting as much as you can. Um, and, 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 you know, just just living life consistent, like on the schedule um, and different things like that, which is super important. Every day when I wake up in the morning, like me and my like my mom, we started getting smoothies every morning, like the smoothies when we wake up and we just get the day started. And if you want to stay up late, that's on you. We still got work to do in the morning. There I, it is. I, 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 should, I should end it there. I, should, I promise you I should end it there. But we got to do it the normal way. Look, uh, quick announcement, everybody. Go follow Nikki and Moose on all the social media platforms, all that great stuff. Uh, you know, Tuesdays we go live on Facebook. Just turn on your notifications about that. Um, and also, also, uh, a lot of people have been asking, Nikki, how you been doing this like whole setup on YouTube? Shout out to all our YouTube viewers. Ecam, Ecam, Ecam. Go to NikkiandMoose.com slash Ecam. You could have a free trial for 14 days. It's a whole vibe. Look, we normally make Moose do the final words, but Trey, tell them where they can find you. Right. What platforms and then final words for those people who just need like that extra boost. Yep. So you can find me on Instagram. My So you could follow my personal Instagram as CEO Trey Brown. So CEO as in, you know, just like a, a boss, CEO Trey Brown um, and then CEO Trey Brown on Twitter. CEO Trey Brown on Facebook and then for Spurgo, a Spurgo billionaire on Instagram, Spurgo on Facebook, Spurgo on Twitter, you know, just Spurgo everywhere. Uh, Spurgo.com to get your Spurgo gear. You know, follow me on Instagram, CEO Trey Brown, CEO on YouTube, Spurgo on YouTube, you know. Spurgo everywhere. Everywhere. Give give him some final words, Trey. Give him some final words. Hey, guys, uh, just find your passion. Find something that you love. Find something that you find something that comes, you know, easy to de- find something that's that comes easy to you and harder to others. Find your passion. And once you find your passion, stay consistent and live and hang around great people and, and people that's gonna motivate you every day. Watch things that's gonna, you know, that's that's gonna help your brain and that's gonna, you know, uh uh help you have a successful brain. You know, so number one was find your passion. Number two, stay cons- stay consistent. And number three, hang around the right people. Let's get it.